If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Final day of February. Encourage all of you to go subscribe to the podcast. Help us set another all-time record. I hope we're going to do that. Shorter month. Not sure exactly what to anticipate, but you guys can make sure of that by searching out Clay Travis, Buck Sexton. Go give us five stars and go subscribe. We bring in now... Alex Berenson, we were scheduled to talk to him on Friday. He joins us now. Alex, yeah. appreciate you making the time. Everything good in the family? Every, everything is fine. The emergency is over and say no more. Uh, okay, good deal. All right, let's dive into the latest on COVID. I want to know what your reaction was from the CDC's statements on Friday dealing with mask wearing. Then on Sunday, we had the uh, congressional health officials say, oh, by the way, you don't have to wear a mask on Capitol Hill anymore. We've seen certainly uh, cities and states, New York City and New York, memorably of late, saying, hey, kids don't have to wear in the state of New York starting Wednesday masks anymore. New York City's done away with outdoor masking, and they say maybe by March 7th it can go away overall. What are we seeing, and is this all an example not of science but political science based on the data? Well, I mean, it, it's it's science in the sense that uh, you know masks do nothing, uh, and you know, and cloth and surgical masks certainly do nothing, and N95s probably do close to nothing uh, unless you you know wear them properly. We've talked about this for years, so yeah. so so they are finally following the science. Um, uh, you know, they have cover to do it right now because Omicron is, you know, is fading uh, in the United States, fortunately. Um, there will be another variant, almost certainly. Uh, cases will go back up, whether that's in the summer in the south, as, you know, as has happened two years in a row, or whether, you know, something else happens 
in let's say in California, you know, which which hasn't been hit as hard, you know, the West Coast hasn't been hit as hard as some other places for whatever reason, so they're a little bit more vulnerable. There will be there will be more COVID, but uh, the Democrats know, you know, where the country is. They know this is killing them politically, um, and the zeitgeist has changed. Uh, I, I don't know, you know, you, you mentioned Friday and Sunday, but on Saturday night there was maybe the the most shocking thing of all was the the Saturday Night Live skit. Um, where Which we're going to play uh, in this yeah, hour for everybody out there yeah, who didn't see so it. I will not. I will not step on it. Then I mean, but you know, if 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 Saturday Night Live, which is you know as liberal a place and unfortunately as unfunny a place these days as yes. they come, um, you know, it feels that they can make jokes about masks and make jokes about sort of it's you know the skit really as your listeners will hear is more about the attitude of these people. Um, then something has changed, and you know, I I, I substack about this. Uh, yesterday, and I said, you know, my joke was two jokes on this. One, thank God, I never have to go to dinner with any of these people ever again. Um, you know, um, they won't have me, and I don't want them. You know, and, and and the second joke is, imagine what they would think if they actually knew what the data about vaccines really said. Well, Alex, that's what I wanted to ask you next. And we we're talking to Alex Berenson, author of Pandemia. Subscribe to his Substack. I, I get it every day. I'm a subscriber. And uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, Alex, the final stronghold, really, of Fauciism, the one that they they view as unassailable, is the vaccines were incredibly effective at stopping hospitalization and death. Clearly not effective at stopping spread, which they said, and we have the receipts, and we've played that audio many, many times on the show. That was wrong, full stop wrong. I think everybody who just witnessed Omicron in America realizes did not stop the spread. And really, I don't know if it stopped the spread at all. I don't know if anyone could make the case at even, you know, 30% or 20% or whatever. But put that aside for a moment. The final stronghold is hospitalization and death. We haven't heard a lot about updates in the data. What is the data telling us now about that final uh, assertion of Fauciism? So, so it is it is incredibly clear that the, that the vaccines are less effective against hospitalization and death when it comes to Omicron. Um, I, you know that that's inarguable. Whether here, you know, listen. Here's the thing: the the. Some, very complicated and the epidemiology is really complicated my best take on this is that you once you once you're vaccinated and you saw this last year okay you saw it in israel you even saw it in the u.s last spring after that second dose hits you get a couple months of of real protection real protection from infection and then downstream protection from uh hospitalization and death the protection from infection as you just said goes away it goes to zero it probably goes negative for omicron because omicron is the spike is different there's some evidence of you know immune imprinting it, it this again it gets complicated but but i would say there's pretty good evidence that it's not just zero protection but directly more likely to be infected and i think everyone in the united states saw this they saw people or they personally were vaccinated and in many cases boosted and then they got omicron so the question is do you have some protection either at, you know at the antibody level or at the at the T cell level that's going to that's going to provide protection from really negative outcomes and um the data is just it's just messy and muddy you probably get some protection again in that in that first few months after uh after the second dose again I, this is against omicron I'm talking about then it goes away 
then if you boost, you get it back very briefly, more briefly. Okay, and that's why they were talking about a second booster in a place like Israel. But they but they dropped that because it's clear that there's diminishing returns. So when so what I'm saying to you is, when I tell you we really don't know, but the protection is at best very limited. That is the best answer. Okay, and and but there's a flip side to this. Okay, it's not just protection against COVID. You're vaccinating healthy people. If there are other risks, whether those risks are cardiac or otherwise, to to a vaccine, those have to be taken into account before you vaccinate. Even pretending that it's all free and that you know it doesn't disrupt people's lives and they get sick for 24 hours or whatever. If there's other risks, you need to net that out. And we've never done that, and we're never going to do it. I think the powers that be are too afraid of what the answer would be, even if we could do it. They're not going to do it. And the big clinical trials from 2020 have been completely disrupted because everybody who was in the placebo arm, everybody who didn't initially get the vaccine, almost all those people wound up getting the vaccine very shortly thereafter. And and the truth is, it's going to be really hard to get the data. I'm going to give you one other fact about this. In the in last Last summer and fall, especially in the fall, in Europe especially where the data is quicker and better, there was a significant rise in all-cause mortality. Okay, That rise seems to have ended in Germany and the UK. We should all be very happy about that. But to me, that raises the question. I'm talking about non-COVID. I'm talking about mainly people dying from heart attacks and heart disease. What happened last summer and fall to drive that. And if you want to tell me that somehow it was disruptions in medical care or people, you know, people didn't get their care or they were afraid to go to the hospital, you have to tell me why it didn't happen before that and why it hasn't happened since then. And yet it happened in the months following these mass vaccination campaigns all over Europe. And it happened in the U.S. too. And 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 I suspect the answer to that is probably that for some people, there's some cardiotoxicity associated with these vaccines. We know that's true with myocarditis and young people. We don't know if the, you know, if the risks extend sort of out past that. And that's the kind of work that we, as we, as, you know, not we, but scientists and we as a country and scientists as researchers should be doing. We're not really doing it. Alex, do we have any indication what percentage of Americans have now had Omicron? I mean, it feels Buck and I have both had it. A huge percentage of our yeah. listenership has certainly had it, and many of them may have had it not even known it. Do we have any kind of reliable data? I bet the answer is no. But on what percentage of people had Omicron now as we come out of the Omicron surge? Uh, we really, we really don't. Um, the one good number that I've seen, and this is a sort of, it's a partial data point, but it's an interesting one in, in the UK, um, where they weren't vaccinating kids under 12 until just recently. And they just, they just started a vaccination campaign, but they really, it's a really weak vaccination campaign. They really don't want to vaccinate kids under 12, but they just sort of didn't want to go against, uh, you know, they didn't want to annoy Pfizer or I, I shouldn't say they didn't want to annoy Pfizer for whatever reason. They decided to move forward with this incredibly weak vaccination campaign. The reason I mention this is that kids under 12 were not being vaccinated. So you could see who had antibodies in that population. And in the UK, before Omicron, 60% of all the kids in the, in the UK had antibodies. So that tells you how widespread it was and how little damage it was doing to those kids. Now, it's like 98%. So that tells you that at least in Britain, Basically, anybody who wasn't already infected with SARS-CoV-2 got it 
during the last surge. And I suspect it's the same in the U.S. Alex, uh, we're speaking to Alex Berenson, author of Pandemia. I, I have this this dream that the people who were pushing all this and were so um, adamant that they were right and, and were really vicious to people like you specifically yes. and, and others who even raised alternative points of view and interpretations of data, whether it's Fauci or people in the media, will have to defend some of this at some point publicly. You know, I want there to be debates where someone gets to show up. I mean, I want to see Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg on TV try to defend the mask mandate on planes when masks have been dropped everywhere else. Like, I want. Do you have any faith that there will be accountability for some of this stuff? Do you have any any uh, vision for how we can make sure? Because I don't think this stuff is gone for good. I don't think you do either. No, I, I don't. I mean, I, here. In fact, I just put out on my Substack, uh, like just before you guys called. Um, there's a, and I've never heard of this person, but there's somebody on Twitter called unacceptable Canadian girl. And she just tweeted, she tweeted three hours ago. Well, this is only three hours ago. I guess everyone owes Dr. Robert Malone, Alex Berenson, Dr. Peter McCullough, Jordan Peterson, and Joe Rogan an apology. That tweet in three hours has been liked now 30,000 times. Okay. So, 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 so they're never going to admit it, but they know, and we know they know, and the world knows. Okay, and 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 you know uh, the the Atlantic about a year ago, almost a year ago, wrote uh, a piece about me that was headlined the the pandemic's wrongest man. And so every you know every few days, I put something out on my Substack and something that like I was right about six months before, you know, or 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 sometimes you know twelve months before, and is now being said. And, you know, and agreed. And I call it the pandemic's wrongest man in occasional series. And yeah, but so, Alex, uh, to, to, to that point, I've seen you p- point out that Twitter is actually, you in retrospect, now changed the way that they flagged some of the tweets that got you suspended. And we know yes. you've got the lawsuit against Twitter. Do you think it's possible that Twitter could ever allow you to return based on the, the shifting guidance that they are putting on your uh, uh, tweets that they labeled as, uh, as, as, as not permissible? I, it's possible. I mean, uh, you know, whether or not, uh, you know, I have to, uh, you know, win, win, not necessarily the whole lawsuit, but survive what's called the motion to dismiss to, to get them to do that, whether or not they'll do that simply on their own because they've seen uh, you know, I, I don't want to speak for Twitter. It's, you know, it's up to them. I, I think that I have been, you know, essentially proven correct and should be let back on. And but, you know, if they don't want to let me back on, I, you know, I have this lawsuit and I, and I am pursuing it. Um, you know, uh, but again, whether or not people are going to admit this, it's not just that you and I know it's that the world knows. And, you know, the guy who wrote that piece about me in The Atlantic wrote this piece a couple weeks before that. This is in February 2020, and I, and I didn't have time to put it out. But there's, there's this amazing paragraph in it about how wonderful the vaccines are. And there's five sentences in it, and four of the sentences are provably wrong. And the fifth one says we need to collect more data. Okay, so, so these people are morons. and they Sounds like they, me. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like me talking to my wife. Um, you know, and, and like, and they've been proven wrong and they can't take it back. So what we need to do is focus on a couple of things. I think one, you know, make sure this doesn't happen again, make sure there's never this kind of overreaction. And then I think the second thing that, you know, when the Republicans, presumably they're going to take Congress next year, early next year, what they need to do is chase down 
the lab leak issues and whether or not Fauci, what he knew and why he tried to discourage anyone from investigating those issues, because that is potentially criminal behavior. Okay. Did you come back, by the way, Alex, because we didn't ask you about that lab leak theory, and that lab leak theory is getting a wild amount of attention right now. Can you come back sure. and tell us what you've written about that? Sure, I'd love to. Uh, all right, when we come back, we'll ask him about that story uh, that New York Times is flagging like crazy, saying that it didn't come out of a lab. Uh, but in the meantime, Michael Lindell and his team fit us for our own pillows and introduced us to their ever-growing list of incredible products. We're talking about towel sets, slippers, robes, mattress toppers, Giza sheets, everything out there. You can trust Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. We keep coming back to the slippers. My wife wears these slippers everywhere she is obsessed with them she got them for all of her friends as well got two layers of my pillow foam layer of impact gel to prevent fatigue and offer all day comfort hey you can wear these things indoors and outdoors you can wear them to go pick up the kids it is made from high quality leather and right now you get 50 percent off these my slippers log on to mypillow.com click on the radio listener specials use the promo code clay and buck 50% off these my slippers. I'm telling you, you're going to love them. 60-day money-back guarantee, plus a copy of Mike Lindell's book free with your purchase. Just use the code Clay and Buck. You can also call 800-792-3269. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
Let me tell you about an American company whose entire mission is built around supporting this same community of people, which I'm a part of and proud to be so. GovX.com is an online shopping platform that people like me with service-related backgrounds have been using for years. There are over 8.5 million GovX members benefiting from the site today. As a GovX member, I get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. If you're a member, GovX.com is the first place to check when you're shopping online. If you've served our country in the military, law enforcement, firefighting, emergency medical services, or other government agency roles, go to GovX.com. That's GovGovX.com and create your free membership today. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart, and you'll get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back into the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We are talking to Pandemia author and the man with the best COVID substack out there, Alex Berenson, about all the things going on here. Just so you know, breaking news, uh, Alex, and we want to get you on the Lab League Theory. We only got about two minutes, but uh, they just ended the mask mandate for schools in California, Washington, and Oregon just in time because the science changes when the politics demands it. These people are a joke. Everyone, who, Every mask shamer in the country should be ashamed of themselves but uh I'll put that on hold for a second here the lab leak theory new york times says actually it didn't come from a lab you say what uh, so real quick i know i don't have much time uh i actually i, I hate to keep talking about the subject but i just ta- wrote about this an extensive piece this morning that that uh that article is a joke the preprint it's based on a, a preprint which is a scientific uh, paper that's been released online that came out this weekend that basically maps cases in Wuhan, early cases, and says, look, they were all around the, the seafood market. Therefore, the seafood market must have been the source of this. Here's the problem. We've known for two years that there were a lot of cases in the seafood market, the seafood or, or near it. The seafood market is crowded. It's in the center of Wuhan. There's a lot of commerce done there. It's not very clean. It doesn't mean that this came out of there. It means that there were cases there, okay? And the same guys whose names are on this are the people who we know two years ago told Anthony Fauci, including a guy named Christian Anderson, who's in, who's in California at, at Scripps in Southern California. He told Tony Fauci privately, I'm concerned about this. It looks like there's some features that are not natural. And six weeks later, he wrote something publicly saying exactly the opposite, which basically made it impossible to investigate the lab leak. This is the guy who needs to be subpoenaed, and he and Fauci and all the others who are on a a conference call that happened on February 1st, 2020, and they are just trying to throw smoke. And they found at the University of Arizona to carry water for them. This guy has written the same paper now basically three times. So, So this is a joke. And all it is is an effort to obscure how much evidence there is in favor of the lab leak theory. Alex Berenson, fantastic as always. Go read his Substack. I want to let all of you know, hey, only 30 minutes left in the show, but maybe you're starting to have a little bit of a drag in your day. Coming up on 3 o'clock on the East Coast here soon, 1230 right now on the West Coast. And you guys might need my friends at Black Rifle Coffee to hook you up. They've got the best possible coffee beans 
Colombia and Brazil, they go ahead and get you ready with their two facilities, roasting them in Manchester, Tennessee, the other in Salt Lake, Salt Lake City, Utah. They are fabulous. I am drinking right now a mocha cold brew version right out of a can. Buck likes his coffee hot. I like mine cold. Whatever you want, you can find at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use our names as a promo code, Clay and Buck. One word, get 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Encourage you to go listen to the Alex Berenson conversation. If you didn't, you can read his substack. And Buck... I got to be honest with you. During the commercial break, we were talking. Even someone like me, who over the past two years has been steadfastly on the front lines of masks make no sense alongside of you. And by the way, there were not a lot of people on the front lines of the mask debate. There were not. (laughs) Yeah. In 2020, if you were arguing, hey, your kids should be able to go to school without masks, you were not, uh, did not have a lot of support behind you. Even in 2021, uh, people came after, you remember, Buck, when I went and spoke out against masks and laid out the data, and we've been steadfastly here on the fact that this is a public policy failure and that there was no justification for your kids to ever have to wear masks. But even I am stunned by how quickly Democrats... Right now, if you're just uh, getting in your cars, you're just starting California, Washington, and Oregon. The day before Joe Biden's State of the Union address, they also have dropped the mask mandate on Capitol Hill for congressmen and women, senators. They've dropped it in the state of New York. They are about to drop it in New York City. Even I, Buck Sexton, am stunned a bit by how just absolutely political driven Democrats have suddenly recognized masking is after all their talk about how they were going to be using the science to justify what they did or did not do as it pertained to COVID Friday, the CDC effectively does away with the mask mandates Uh, Saturday and Sunday, you got New York, New York city, and uh, and now you add in California, Washington, and Oregon doing away with school mask mandates. I I just it is so so much laced with lying that even I Buck am a little bit surprised over how blatantly just d- deceitful this process is now that masks are finally coming off. And this is why for every single person out there. We have got to hold all of these politicians accountable for the failures of their forcing our kids to wear masks and beyond. Clay, Joe Biden was videoed today yes, walking into the White House outside alone with a mask on. And, and I just want to remind everybody, this is lunacy, okay? Yes. There is no basis for this. There was never a basis for this. This, a long time ago, almost two years ago, became the leftist version of the MAGA hat. You wear a mask, you comply, you're part of the left-wing Borg, for those of you who are Star Trek fans, or the left-wing Hive, 
That was what this was all about. It's so obvious now. It has been obvious to you and me for a long time. There were not a lot of people even on the right back when I got to give credit to my friend, uh, my producer, Mark, who told me he was a big fan of OutKick and your work on the sports side. And he told me this is this is before anyone had ever talked about Clay and I teaming up on radio. He said, you got to talk to Clay Travis. He agrees with you on masks. And I was like, well, at least there's somebody else. So this was almost this was no two one. years ago. I mean, I almost want to go back in the archives and find the exact dates. We could have the two year anniversary of it. I'm like, Clay, you came on. We, we anyway, we had a, we had a great discussion about it, and we were right, which is also that's nice. It's nice to be right, Clay. They just put out some guidance. I I did not believe it was true, but did you see this? I it has been confirmed to oh, me yeah, by yeah, our friend yeah. Ryan Gradusky last night. You talking about the nuclear attack? If you are in the midst of a nuclear attack, folks, make sure you mask up and socially distance in the bunker. That is from the Biden administration. That is a real thing that they have done. I actually did not believe it at first. I thought it was Steven Seagal going in with the Russians to fight for Putin like fake, as in it was not real. Turns out it was real. These people have lost their minds, and that is why... ABC News Chief White House Correspondent Jonathan Carl Clay is pointing out Republicans have, uh, you know what, how big an advantage? Listen to this. More concerning uh, for Joe Biden and for Democrats generally is if you look at our latest poll out today, uh, the, the percentage of, of a voter saying that they will vote for Republicans in the midterm elections is at the highest level that we have seen since 2010. And you know what happened in 2010. 2010 uh, is when uh, Republicans won 63 seats and swept in control uh, of the House in the Tea Party wave. So Biden needs to change the trajectory. He he needs to acknowledge the challenges and present some kind of a, of, of a, of a vision uh, that shows that he has a, a plausible plan for dealing with the challenges facing the country. Anything less than 60 seats for the Republicans in this midterm as Joe Biden dotters around, wandering, confused with his mask on outside. Less than 60 seats. We have we did not hit our mark. 60 well, I seats just or more. wish that we could have the election right now. You know, I mean, to your point, and you've been on this for a while. A lot can change over the next seven or eight months, right? Let's be honest. We're about to hit to March, uh, and we got to go all the way to the first week uh, in November. And my concern is just that a lot of people who are angry today, justifiably, the Democrats are basically showing you their hand. They're saying, hey, we need to make changes on COVID right now so that we can hope six months from now People are over their anger, and they don't take it out on us. That's their game plan. We cannot allow that to happen. This is, Buck, you said it earlier, and I think you're right. Everybody should be a single-issue voter right now, and that issue is Democrats failed on COVID. Yes. And if you don't hold them accountable, I understand there are all different sorts of issues that people care about, a huge panoply of, uh, of issues that are important in America today. But the number one issue that I believe everybody has to be voting on is your elected officials failed you. They failed your kids. They failed your economy. Everything directly ties into COVID. And so if you are voting for a Democrat, you are voting in support of the COVID insanity over the past two years. And there have to be consequences. There have to be. They were wrong. And when you are an elected official and you get something this important, this wrong, you have to pay the consequences. We're going to play that uh, that essay because now now you're going to see a whole 
a rewriting of history, a slow walk back, a soft pedaling as we move into the future, what's happened here. SNL on, yeah, maybe we were wrong about pretty much everything on COVID. Now they're starting to say it. Oh, gosh, I wonder where, you know, where are the apologies that you and I, I was a grandma killer, Clay. That's what they kept oh, telling yeah. me. Granddad, but you too. You would you were racking you, oh, up the idea that I wanted people to play sports. I might as well have been, you know, running around spraying guns into schoolhouses. You were you were sitting were on a throne of grandma skulls, Travis. That's what was going <laughs> That's on. Right. That's, That's what they right. were saying. That's basically people what they are said. awful, awful human beings saying this stuff. Waking up with pain every morning is the worst way to start your day, but it's happening, and for too many people, there's no shortage of possible remedies. But every person is different, and not all remedies work. At some point in your journey of getting to a pain-free life, give consideration to Relief Factor. It's working for hundreds of Americans, and it may well work for you, too. Created by doctors and perfected over 15 years of scientific research, Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free product that was made for you. It goes to the source of pain, to the inflammation that causes the pain. Our friends at Relief Factor have developed a three-week quick start pack. You take Relief Factor three times a day at breakfast, lunch, and dinner for three weeks, and you know if it works or not. Hundreds of thousands of people have tried, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Those are great odds. Relief Factor working for 7 out of 10 people. Are you one of the 7 who will live their life with much less pain? Yeah. Let's try it. Join the more than half a million people and order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to get the $19.95 three-week quick start developed for you Go to relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four relief, relief factor. Feel the difference. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. 
GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Com. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. I know that things are going crazy, Buck. We just talked about California, Washington, and Oregon ending their COVID vaccine uh, mask mandates and, uh, and everything that's going on in New York and New York City. And this SNL skits uh, that are now coming out where you have all of these educated liberal new yorkers sitting around having quiet conversations where they actually say wait a minute did masking make any sense did the covid vaccine mandates make any sense even heck did the covid shots themselves make any sense you know the pivot has happened in a fast manner when skits like these on saturday night live all places buck you well remember Saturday Night Live was making fun of Joe Rogan for being a horse dewormer with, uh, like a month ago, six weeks ago. And they were making fun of everybody out there, like you and me and most of our listeners who've been saying the data on mass didn't make sense and Dr. Fauci was a liar and much of the COVID vaccine data was also not adding up. Suddenly, oh, let's play it for laughs. Listen to a couple of these this SNL skits. It's like COVID's not over, but it's just going to stop. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Oh, you know, that reminds me of this article I read. Oh, honey, where... no one wants to hear about that. <laughs> well, it was in Bloomberg, and I thought it was interesting. What, uh, what article? Well, it... Honey. <laughs> it was just saying how mask mandates had, I don't know, little to no effect on COVID. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not like I'm anti-mask or anything. I just sometimes wonder if any of the things we did actually helped. Gina. No, no, no. We can talk about this incredibly complicated and emotional topic. It's actually not incredibly complicated. They were yeah, wrong. I know. And, and so now we're going to have this whole, oh, my gosh, yeah, ha-ha, guys. When we were screaming, uh, people were vicious morons about, you better wear a mask if you're going to come to this grocery store. You better wear a mask if you're coming to this elevator for nothing, for no reason. They, they were just harassing their fellow human beings because they can't think for themselves, and their the synapses of their brains had been rewired by the Fauciite messaging machinery. 
And now we're just going to walk away from this? Like, I mean, this is what SNL's trying. Oh, yeah, it's all so funny. Ha ha. They called people who did not mask up murderers. Governor, former Governor Cuomo said, you could give your grandmother COVID. If you don't wear a mask, she'll get sick, she'll die. He actually said that stuff. Like, you were a threat to public safety unless you masked up. And then, of course, he was seen all the time without a mask on. Well, and, and Buck, to me, what's so interesting about this is they're playing it for laughs, but it is striking home for a lot of people that you, people like you and me, Buck, who would have been at a dinner party, by the way, and been like, yeah, and I have to watch so I don't curse. Masks are total BS, right? So many people would say, thank you for saying that because there was a huge fear because of the stultifying atmosphere that the Dr. Fauciites and his cronies created. You weren't even allowed to have a conversation at a dinner party like that because you might be considered to be a part of wrong think. That's how much what was acceptable discourse was policed. That people legitimately felt that they couldn't say, man, I don't know if our kids need to be wearing masks at schools. And I can't imagine, Buck, you lived through it. I would have pulled my hair out. I would have gone crazy if I had been in New York and California having to deal with this. I'm so thankful that my kids didn't have to wear masks for this entire year. Uh, because I live in a sane state that actually followed the data and the science. But don't mistake what happened here. They tried to bully you and me and every single one of us listening right now. Every mom, dad, every grandma, grandpa, every aunt and uncle, everybody out there, every teacher, because a lot of teachers saw this data too. If you dared to say that wearing masks in school didn't make any sense, you were, as you said, Buck, a murderer, you didn't care about anybody's health, how dare you? They told you that you were anti-science if you actually talked about the true data, which is the essence of science. I remember there were some blue checks who who got it going for a while that because I thought we should we shouldn't continue lockdowns, that I was Thanos and wanted to eliminate all of humanity with a snap yeah. of my fingers, and that was all ha ha ha. Okay, well they're all morons. I was right and they're wrong. Where's my apology? I mean, I just want I sit here and say we're going to have to track people down. We're going to have to hold them accountable. We're going to have to find some of what was said, find some of the you know the the clips and and all the rest of it for the people that push for this because now everyone now sees as, as Omicron fades exactly on schedule with the respiratory virus season, not because of vaccines, not because of social distancing. We didn't flatten the curve. We didn't lose hospital capacity and couldn't treat anybody. It was all lies. SNL though making a big ha ha out of it. I sometimes wonder if other people who are hesitant, careful, might not have, like, a valid... What? Not, not valid, but understandable... Not tonight! Help me. I think what she means is, maybe sometimes we are a little overzealous when we condemn... Oh, no. I just think that if people are actually losing their jobs... Oh, no. Careful, girl. Look, vaccines save lives. Fact. But did I have to dump my oldest friend just because he didn't get... A booster? I mean... Look, I mean, it is kind of funny. I'm not trying to be a scold here, but it took them this long to figure out the things that they're making jokes about in the in this uh, in this well, sketch. 
And, and Buck, this is what comedians should do, right? And this is why I've been so disgusted that it's fallen to people like you and me to be truth tellers. Comedians should be pointing out uncomfortable truths in a comedic fashion because sometimes it's more comfortable to do that than it is to sit and sort of run through the data on a daily basis like we've done you and I for years now. And suddenly everybody just is willing to recognize. And here's what happened, Buck. Here's what it is. It's not science. It's political science. Joe Biden is getting destroyed and Democrats are getting destroyed because enough people have finally joined team reality. And when you get to that 60 or 65 percent mark, which is where I think we are, and we're rapidly every single day adding more and more people to team reality as it pertains to COVID restrictions and masks being a joke. That's why suddenly, where is Dr. Fauci? I mean, think about this, Buck. The dude, you couldn't escape him on the weekend television shows for two years. They release, relieve all of these different restrictions, and Fauci's not out there talking about him at all. They have basically sidelined him because the American public, it took a long time, but they're finally recognizing, and Buck, I really believe this is going to turn into like Vietnam. There's not going to hardly be a single person out there before long in the next year, couple of years ahead that is ever willing to say they supported any of these restrictions at all. You and I were 1 billion percent right on this. And we're not going to forget it. We're not going to let them get away with it, folks. We're going to keep reminding the apparatus of how they failed us, how they were wrong, how they were authoritarians. Look, we got a lot that we're going to be talking to you about this week. Obviously, the situation in Ukraine continuing on. The State of the Union address tomorrow. Clay and I will have preview analysis of that for you. Spoiler alert, Biden's bad at his job, but we'll get into more detail than that. Join us tomorrow. Check out the Clay and Buck podcast. Talk to you then. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.